So I am always encouraging dancers to get in a sufficient meal and snack routine, whether they are at the height of their performance season or whether they're taking time away from the studio. Now, of course, there are definitely gonna be some differences between how we eat during performance seasons and how we eat during our time away. But most dancers really struggle with the concept of fueling their bodies even when they're not dancing. Why is that? Why is this so challenging? That's what we're gonna chat about today. Hi, I'm Rachel Fine. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist here to help dancers just like you learn how to fuel for performance in the most supportive and sustainable way possible. So most often, you and I are chatting about how to fuel our bodies for dancing. But what about for the times when we're not dancing? Whether it's a day off, maybe a weekend, it could be an extended holiday, or even a layoff. There are many reasons why dancers might be taking time away from the studio, whether they like it or not. And during that process, similar to when you are actively dancing, food is going to support you. But first I have to admit, when I was dancing full time, taking time off was not just difficult, it was anxiety provoking for me. At the time, I really struggled to trust the fact that my body needed breaks and times to rest and recover. Unfortunately, so much of dance culture drives this make it till you break it mindset. Without acknowledging that actually hitting your breaking point, whether that be a physical injury or mental burnout, is truly going to wreak havoc on your abilities as a dancer. For me, throughout my time dancing, I had to experience these breaking points, these times where I had to proactively take myself away from the studio in order to ultimately move forward as a dancer. And luckily I was able to see that perspective, but especially without support, not many dancers can. And having to plan for a timed rest or recovery is something that can be critical to a dancer's potential. The bottom line, whether it be a day off, two days, three days, weeks, months, maybe even years or more, taking time away from dancing can be a very stress and anxiety provoking experience for dancers. But here's the hard truth. Though a dancer's commitment to their craft is truly unmatched, time away from the studio is a non-negotiable. And that's because rest is a necessity to the sustainability of your dancing. Arguably, it's a major part of your progress. Rest days provide your body with the time needed for physical recovery. Recovery of your muscles, your tissues, your energy, all of which require time for healing. Not just this, rest allows you to somewhat experience a reset, especially in regards to our mindset. For me personally, taking time away from the studio, whether that's a few weeks, whether that's a month, a few months, has always helped to reignite the passion that I have for dance. You're preventing the onset of burnout, and ultimately you're even helping to prevent 
the onset of physical injury. But how can dancers navigate their time away from the studio? Let's dive into a couple of my favorite strategies. First and foremost, we always want to fuel the process. Though your body is not as physically active as it might be when you are dancing, your body is always metabolically active. And if you are coming from an intense performance season, a competition season, maybe even just an intense audition, then it's likely that your body's recovery time is going to be your best opportunity for re-nourishment. And contrary to popular opinion, your food intake doesn't have to be that different. That's right, let me say that again. Between your rest days and your active days, I don't want you to fixate on the potential of changing your meal and snack routine drastically. And the same holds true for prolonged rest periods. But not just that, if you're a dancer who might have experienced depletion or even weight loss during a very intense training period, such as with a summer intensive, then it's very likely your recovery time and your time away from the studio may very well need a comparable amount of nourishment as when you're dancing. Your body is essentially playing catch up. And even if the latter doesn't feel relatable to you, let me explain more about why even during our rest periods, we still want to prioritize adequate nourishment. As I mentioned, our bodies are always metabolically active at baseline. And unless you're truly bedridden, then you're likely also going to be physically active to an extent, whether that is commuting from one place to another, maybe it's going to school, maybe it's spending time with friends, walking, doing laundry, whatever you might be doing, your body is still utilizing energy to fuel movement. And as a result, it still needs consistent replenishment. Going into your recovery periods, knowing that regular meals and snacks planned flexibly throughout your day is going to best help not only support your energy, but also to prevent the potential of maybe falling into behaviors like mindless eating and even turning to food during times of emotional distress or emotional eating. Not that any of these behaviors need to induce any shame or guilt, but to feel like your eating patterns are truly supporting you on any given day, it's best to remember that consistent and adequate nourishment is always a priority, whether you're dancing or not. Now, where do the differences lie between times when we are dancing and others when we're taking time away from the studio? Well, for some dancers, the differences lie in intuitive cues of hunger and fullness. Now, for a subset of dancers, especially those of you who feel energetically depleted or who may have lost weight during an intense season like competition season, recital season, summer intensive season, then it could be possible that your hunger cues during your recovery period are actually going to spike. Yes, I know, sounds silly, right? You're not moving as much, but now you're starting to feel hungrier. Well, the reason for this is because perhaps 
you were just so busy and so active that you didn't have much time to think about or even notice your hunger cues when you were partaking in that more intensive dance schedule. This is super common for when I'm working with dancers during summer intensives. Above average, physically active and busy schedules are one of the leading reasons why dancers tend to unknowingly undernourish during intensive seasons. So when they're back home and intensives are complete, then what ends up happening is their body starts to go into a bit of an overdrive trying to catch up for the potential of deficits during the intensive. Now for other dancers, perhaps dancers who were able to fuel very adequately even through an intensive dancing period, the differences that these dancers might notice, especially during time away from the studio, is actually a decrease in hunger cues. And this is because of what you might think, which is you're dancing less, so your body is utilizing less energy on any given day. So the changes in appetite cues is a reflection of how you were fueling and how you generally fuel your body at baseline. If you've worked hard to maintain that adequate nourishment even during your most intensive dance times, then it's likely you will be able to trial relying fully on intuitive cues when you are not dancing as much. Now keep in mind, this is not often a recommendation that I'm encouraging for most active dancers. For many, just as I mentioned earlier, relying fully on intuitive cues of hunger is not going to support the higher energy needs that dancers have when compared to the general population. And this is why we're often turning to practical hunger cues, which is eating based off of a flexible schedule to support proactive fueling methods to ensure that our bodies are getting in the extra nutrients it needs throughout the day. But because you're dancing less, you're moving less, you might have some more time to actually sit, experience, think about, and of course honor intuitive cues of hunger, then this is one of the best times for you to start strengthening your intuitive eating muscle. See, so often for busy dancers, we can't actually fully embrace intuitive eating when we have such a busy and active schedule. So during your time away, I can't encourage this enough. Try tapping in a bit more to the intuitive approach. And if you're struggling to do this, because it might be challenging, especially if you are still knee deep in diet culture or experiencing a restrictive mindset with food or the dieting mentality, then you'll want to reach out for more support, a registered dietitian nutritionist who has advanced certifications working with the intuitive eating paradigm is especially encouraged. Another consideration for your time away from the studio is to consider what we call joyful movement. Now for most dancers, movement is built into our lives from such a young age. Everything we do is centered around movement. One thing I know I personally experience is that when I do have time away from the studio, I like to spend more of my time not moving so much, resting more, vegging out of it on the couch, watching more TV, and it's really because my baseline is pretty active. With that being said, if you're a dancer who stresses out over the potential, and I quote, of being out of shape during your time away from the studio, then it's important to stay confident because your body will ultimately get to a place where it can both dance 
and rest both joyfully and comfortably. Now your ability to partake in movement during your time away from the studio is going to be dependent on what is accessible to you. If you're recovering from an injury, then you might not be able to partake in movements that you otherwise would have been doing if you weren't injured. Working with a licensed physical therapist is going to be your best bet when navigating time away from the studio during injury recovery. You also might need to wait until you get medical clearance to even start partaking in some structured movement. Now for me, as much as I do love to veg out during my time away from the studio, I also know that my body just feels really nice when it gets some mindful and light movement throughout its day. And this is where mindful movement becomes incredibly helpful. For me, it's foam rolling and working with a professional in practices like yoga and Pilates. The bottom line, we want to identify mindful movement as both joyful and not as something that's going to sacrifice our body's time for rest and recovery. Just keep in mind, if your relationship with movement has really declined and your time away from the studio is part of a larger effort to recover your relationship with dance, then it's very possible that movement for you at this time might not be as accessible. And that is totally okay. Mindful activities like beading or even coloring, journaling, these can all be extra helpful for helping to navigate those times when you're not able to partake in something you love, like dancing. So a couple key takeaways for navigating your time away from the studio. Instead of thinking, I'm moving less, I need to eat less, remember that's not a mindset that's going to support us during this time. We actually wanna go into our rest and recovery with the mindset that our body needs an abundance and variety of fuel to support the actual process of rest and recovery. Remember, on both a metabolic and a physical level, your body is always burning energy. So that replenishment is fundamental. Now, if you're ready to change things up, that's where you can consider your appetite cues. You likely have more time now to sit down and consider your hunger cues throughout the day, your fullness cues throughout the day, and even your satisfaction cues. An experience that is otherwise not often accessible when we're navigating those busy and very active schedules. If you are a dancer who's in the process of restoring from depletion, whether that's a nutrient depletion or weight depletion during an intense dancing period, then it's very likely you are still going to need that very proactive fueling plan during your rest time. If that isn't relatable to you, then this could be a time where you can prioritize a more intuitive approach to how you're fueling your body, relying a bit more on those hunger cues throughout your day, but also considering the importance of regular and flexible meal and snack time. I hope you found this discussion helpful, especially for navigating your times away from the studio but if you need more support then do me a favor head over to the blog dancenutrition.com where I cover all of these points in more depth. I also encourage you during your time away to consider more support. The Healthy Dancer is my online platform and your time away from the studio is gifting you with the time to dive into all of these concepts on a deeper level. You'll learn how to not only build a more supportive relationship with food, but 
Throughout the process, you'll learn how to alleviate food guilt, how to move away from behaviors that feel unsupportive to you, and most importantly, how to build a mindset that's not centered around restriction, but rather around the flourishing of your dance career. I can't wait to see you there, and I will talk to you soon.